Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Underground USA. Welcome back to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. Be sure to check out everything we do at undergroundusa.com. Sign up for the newsletter. It comes straight to you, circumventing the Silicon Valley overlords who like to get into the way of things, especially when elections are coming up. With Ukraine in the news and Russia's aggression towards that country, the war between Russia and Ukraine is in the headlines. Today I talked to Matt Bruce over at the Captain's America Third Watch on the Salem and Genesis Communications Networks about the war in Ukraine. And then I talked to Chuck Wilder from CRN Digital Talk Radio on the show Talkback with Chuck Wilder. In both, we discussed the intricacies of what's happening over in Ukraine. Everybody's talking at me. CRN, Chuck Wilder. Want to go to my guest now, Frank Savato, S-A-L-V-A-T-O. He is executive partner at Compass Point Group, host of the Underground USA podcast, and his analysis has been cited by the U.S. House International Relations Committee and has been published by the American Enterprise Institute, the Washington Times, and are internationally syndicated. Frank is the author of six monographs examining the threats facing our country. He can be heard twice weekly on the Captain America's Third Watch, syndicated nationally on Salem and Genesis Communication affiliate stations. Website, undergroundusa.com, undergroundusa.com. Hey, Frank, how are you? Doing well, Mr. Wilder. How about yourself? Well, I'm just fair to partly cloudy today, I guess. Uh, yes. Hey, it, it, it beats monsooning. <laughs> it does, yes. And it beats not living in the Ukraine, too, I guess, yes? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's, uh, that's an interesting times for Ukrainian people. Boy, I'll tell you. I've got a headline here from you guys. Putin moves against the Ukraine party due to telegraph U.S. weakness. Boy, uh, the weakness was showing before all of this happened, but uh, I oh, guess we a, should have crossed our fingers. Yeah, go ahead. This is a this is a a, a byproduct of of the weakness here in the West. You know, when you don't have a strong United States and a strong uh, Western Western civilization, then you see nefarious things happen in totalitarian portions of the world. So you see Putin taking advantage of this in Ukraine. I, I suspect you're going to see uh, Z taking uh, advantage of this with Taiwan. Uh, you, you are, we already saw that he's, you know, he's saber-rattling over there about Taiwan. So I, I expect that's the next great crisis. Uh, but they certainly are taking advantage of the fact that we have a weak leader here in the United States and a discombobulated West when it comes to leadership and initiative. You know, um, it's not a not a good time in the world. It's a very perilous times. Yeah, and you know, uh, it's uh, I don't have the name of the ship, but there was a uh, United States uh, destroyer that went up uh, into the straits there by Taiwan uh, just a couple of days ago. And boy, the Chinese are jumping up and down and everything. They've been doing it, but all of a sudden, you know, it's like, don't you know what's going on? Or didn't isn't Russia scaring you enough? I guess. Uh, you say the writing was on the wall originally when the Biden administration allowed the communist Chinese to subjugate the United States at their initial meeting in Alaska. Tell me about that. Yeah, if you think back to the beginning days of the Biden administration, they, they wanted to hit, it's almost like a, re, like a redo of, of what the Obama administration did with Hillary Clinton and, and Russia all those years ago when they tried uh-huh. to hit a reset. Uh, they met with a Chinese contingent, and that was not a nice conversation that we had with the Chinese. 
They let us know immediately that uh, they recognize that we are not a superpower anymore, that we do not negotiate for a position of strength. And they continued on to issue edicts to us about what they expect us to do as if we were to take orders from them. So at that point in time, they pivoted their their mindset from we have to play chess with the United States to they'll play checkers when we tell them to play checkers. And ever since, uh, you know, they have been manhandling not only the world, but relations with the United States. You know, the the treaties, the trade pacts that we have with them, they have failed on every level. They don't honor them. And when we protest about the fact that they enslave their own people and commit genocide against them, they simply ignore us. Hmm. You know, with regard to Taiwan, they have been encroaching on their space since day one of the Biden administration. And, you know, now we navigate international waters in the, in the Strait of Taiwan and they're claiming that it's theirs. So the next step over there is, is obviously a, a uh, encroachment, permanent encroachment into the Taiwanese sovereign space. And I, you know, a thinking man is thinking that's going to come after the Ukraine thing is settled or shortly before. You know, so I, when you have a strong United States that can respond and, and rally Western free nations to counter this usually doesn't happen, but when you have when you're rudderless, when you have someone like Biden and the Biden administration who are super focused internally on transformative politics, despots around the world see this as a way to to achieve what they want. You know, we also see North yeah. Korea started their ballistic missile program again. So, wow. <laughs> it's an open house. Thank you, thank you. Yes, China, Russia. North Korea, next thing you know, boy, I hope Mexico never gets on their side. That would be terrible, wouldn't it? We'd probably get run over. All right, Frank Savato, he's going to be right back. More on this one here. Uh, Putin's moves against the Ukraine, partly due to Telegraph USA weakness. Handcrafted exotic blend teas at the lowest shipping cost anywhere. Hi, I'm CJ, owner of the Emerald Coast Tea Company. We ship our premium gourmet blends with Sindel, offering you the lowest shipping prices anywhere, while also being carbon neutral. Excellent tea at the right price. Check us out at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mom's tea. Everybody's talking at me. CRN, Chuck Wilder, with the one and only Frank Savato, and uh, the website undergroundusa.com, and we're talking about Putin and the Ukraine, and Frank, uh, uh, I keep waiting to hear what uh, the United States military, you know, has, you know, something like a bulletin, yes, they've, they drove them back five miles or 12 miles, or under heavy fire. I haven't heard anything about what the military is doing, if anything, uh, in the Ukraine. I don't think you're going to either, because there's no taste for uh, for engaging U.S. troops after Afghanistan. You know, right now the onus of uh, of the mantle of leadership when it comes to pushing back from the West falls on NATO. So you are you're going to see you may see American troops over in the Eastern Bloc countries doing things uh-huh. behind the scenes in a support role. But you will not see American troops on the front lines unless yeah. this turns into a global conflict. Uh, a lot of people are squeamish about uh, about American military intervention in this because it would pit the United States and Russia directly against one another, two superpowers with nuclear weapons. And we've already heard Vladimir Putin's saber rattle about nuclear weapons, and he even put his nuclear forces on high alert, which is should be concerning to everyone, even if it's a negotiating tool. So, uh, you know, we have to be careful about how we use our U.S. military here. Plus, and I know this isn't a popular thing to say, we, you know, we usually stand with the little guy and and stand for freedom and democracy around the world, and we can do that in a great capacity in a number of different veins. But 
Ukraine, we don't have a dog in Ukrainian fight. You know, to put to put American yeah. American sure, lives yeah. in in harm's way. So let's let's support the NATO countries. Let's support Ukraine in in ways that other nations are supporting them. But uh, we cannot continue all the time to be the world's policeman and and enforcement mechanism using U.S. lives. Let's be smart about this and help them in ways that can actually achieve a victory long-term instead of just a land battle. Yeah, remember the great Berlin airlift, I think, was the description they used uh, when we went in and saved all those people from Russia, actually, I guess, or I think it was Russia. Yeah, it was yeah. When, the, when the wall came up. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, there it's a different world today. You've got You've got powerful nations in Europe. They are standing on their own two feet. This is happening in their sphere, so we need to let them take the lead. It doesn't mean we can't assist them, but we shouldn't be the tip of the spear on this. Well, and now, listener, uh, you know, when I read this, I thought, yep, here we go again. Uh, and talk. I'm going to tell you, Frank, when you lay it on the line here, it's absolutely perfect because, uh, as Frank Savato reports, this blame does not know the left or the right side of the aisle. And here we go again. It's a political class, greedy people in Washington, D.C., as you call it, the taxpayer-funded government feed trough. (laughs) And uh, only their own special interests. That seems to be the whole thing that's going on in Washington. Special interests. You know these these people, and we are in the midst of a of an internal struggle for the soul of our nation, and and the the fascist left, which I which I have taken to calling the progressive movement, because history bears out that the progressives were born at the turn of the twentieth century during the Wilson administration, and the Wilson administration was openly and admittedly fascist. Even Mussolini and Hitler uh, acknowledged. That that we had a fascist government in the United States during that during that era, um, so the fascist left is is fully invested in transformative politics internally. They they want us to become a a a democratic socialist type system when we are a constitutionally republican republican system of government. Uh, you know, so they're all in. They see the goal line and they want to achieve it. So through this chaos. They want to keep focus on that. I mean, this we talked about this uh, last time that we chatted about John Kerry and what he said. Oh, you know, boy, here's, yeah. here's the Ukraine fighting for their lives, people dying. Uh, you know, the world is focused on this. And all John Kerry could say is, well, I hope Mr. Putin could refocus everything on climate change. Yeah. Well, you have his direct quote here. Let me give this to the listener here. This is John Kerry, right? I hope President Putin will help us to stay on track with respect to what we need to do for the climate. My goodness, you know? Yeah. And it's it's one of my most disturbing <laughs> things that pop has to be, I have to force to hear it, put it that way, Frank. Uh, you know, well, uh, you only got eight years, you got six years, oops, now you got 12 years, okay, now you're going to have 12 years, it's going to be, uh, you know, about the 10th year they come back up and say it's another 12 years, Money, money, money. That's what it's want. That's the the new green deal, the build back better, the whole thing, all of them are under clump because they think you're going to believe in climate change. And well, I always, go ahead. The the arrogance here and you know, I'm I'm all for a clean environment. I want clean yes. water, I want clean air, I want to be good stewards of the earth. I think we can do a lot more to make sure that we're we're kinder to to the earth than we are. But the arrogance to believe that mankind is powerful enough to affect the death of the Earth when the Earth has shaken off the dinosaurs, when the Earth has shaken off uh, ice ages and, and volcanic ages, is, is astounding. It's just astounding. And then when you get into the argument of CO2, which is a necessary oh, yeah. ingredient for growing things and life on planet Earth, we are carbon uh-huh. beings, you know, it, it gets even more ridiculous. They are, and you're correct, you're correct, Chuck, they're using 
uh, climate change as the fulcrum for the transformative politics that they're trying to foist upon not only the nation, but the world. And if you want to see the extent of that, please familiarize yourself with the whole of the Great Reset that's being brought to you by the World Economic Forum, which are the, all the rich guys who go to Davos each year. Yeah, this is all and about power, money, wealth generation, yeah. and richness. Spewing the air in their little high-speed jets, you know. Boy, it's yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to say that you're for decreasing the carbon footprint when you're landing the 100 G6s there. Yeah. You know. Well, you're being so, nice, 100. You know, at one time, I think it was 375 airplanes that landed uh, like three or four years ago. That was their one of their records. Oh, I don't know. They must have no, had a great no doubt. plane that year. Yeah. No doubt. But, you know, this is the group that when you when you dig into the Great Reset, this is the group that wants to uh, wants to digitize fiat currency. That's much different than cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency is something that's decentralized, and it will help to save the wealth generation for people around the world. I am very pro-cryptocurrency, okay. very pro-decentralized economy. What they want to do is digitize our fiat currency – getting rid of paper money so that when you refuse to conform or you don't agree with the with the with the, the preferred narrative that they could shut you off we saw this with Trudeau in Canada you know the, the oh, people yeah. wanted to protest their government and say we don't like this and what they do they froze all the assets and and went as far as into into people's cryptocurrency which they had no right to do under law so if you want a, if you want a totalitarian world where they can shut off your money all the way around because you didn't get vaccinated, mm-hmm. don't agree with the preferred narrative, then you support the the great reset by the World Economic Forum. We should all be very tired of globalist organizations of unelected people who are trying to tell us how we're supposed to live our lives. That's not what being a sovereign nation is all about. Yeah. The UN World Economic Forum, International Monetary Fund, they all should go by the wayside. Yeah, and you know, and, and the uh, on this global warming, uh, I always like to refer to it that, you know, it's been around a long time, and most people call it the four seasons. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and every you know, once in so- a while you'll get more dust storms in one season or more rain or more snow, but, it you know, the the earth keeps on rolling around there. The, the late the late John Coleman, who was the founder of the Weather Channel, uh, who I grew up with here in Chicago, a master meteorologist, was vehement against the narrative that climate change is something that hasn't been around forever. The world is cyclical. The climate is cyclical. It always has been. It always will be. And it will continue to be so after man doesn't inhabit the, the planet Earth anymore. So this is one of those times when you don't just blindly follow the narrative. Dig into it and learn. A great place to to learn in a cursory way is the Heartland Institute. They've been on this for the last 20 years about the falsehoods that are being advanced. So, you know, familiarize yourself with the truth. It's important. I know the very first event, by the way, of global warming and that was when the caveman struck those rocks together and sparks were created and they built a fire. Yeah, he, 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 back then it was a barefoot carbon footprint. Yeah, barefoot carbon. <laughs> I love it. That was a lot better than what I was going to say because I was going to say the wife going <laughs> to say, you know, we're going to have global warming in 12 years. You know that. Put that fire out. Oh, years. yeah. yeah. It's, well, it's been 12 years since the, since the beginning of time. You know, you, you, a moment ago you were talking about the cryptocurrency and, and, and all of that and freezing bank accounts. Uh, you have another report here I wanted to get into, if you don't mind. Uh, Canadian court makes Freedom Convoy organizer a political prisoner. Uh, is this the lady, yeah, is Tamara? Yes, yeah, uh, the, there it is. Yes, Lich. Tamara Lich. Lick is, is Lich. her name. Is and, Lick or and, Lich? Uh, I, I believe, well, it's up to her, but I'm, I'm going to say lick, but it could be <laughs> You are lick. such a polite man. I No wonder your animals love you. Uh, you know. call her lick. Uh, um, she's been denied bail, and yes. she's being held uh, because she redressed government, because she organized a, an assembly of people who were angry with what their government was doing, 
that was outside the confines of, of their charter, of the Canadian charter, and they just decided to shut her down. No day in court yet, no bail, can't have access to your funds. It's pretty much like the January 6th protesters who sat in solitary confinement, some still to this day. That is not the way that free countries entertain dealing with with political protest. When you put someone in jail and you refuse to give them access to their wealth to defend themselves because of the way that they think and because of their political views, you are executing measures like, like Chairman Mao did, like Joseph Stalin did, and like Adolf Hitler did. You are creating political prisoners because you don't like the way they think. Very dangerous stuff. 1984 yeah. stuff. And Justin Trudeau, it, 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 I know CRN gets up into Canada. You people need to get rid of him because you've got a budding dictator up there who is who whose protest is it next time that he shuts all their their money sure. off to that he jails that he that he decides he doesn't like what they stand for so we're going to move we're going to move our government to freeze all their assets and imprison them that's not the way the free world works that's creating political prisoners and the day that we saw that in the in the western hemisphere of the free world is a very very sad and dangerous day yeah, and you know, and there's a, there's a lady, I don't have her name in front of me, but uh, uh, she's like four or five descendants down from being, you know, related to Adolf Hitler. Uh, and she was complaining that when they honked their horns, it was yeah. a code, honk, honk, hell Hitler, honk, honk, yeah, hell the, Hitler, you know. The, this, this kind of rhetoric, and, and social media only exasperates it because yeah. people just hit forward and they don't care to find out if it's true or whether it's just some insane person telegraphing their own low self-esteem onto everybody else. But yeah. the, the idea that someone can say honking your horn in support of people who are, who are protesting for their freedoms to be restored is equal to Heil Hitler, <laughs> that person has a mental deficiency. Yeah, they are absolutely. intellectually challenged, and we really shouldn't be we shouldn't be spotlighting that for them. Let them let them suffer from their own stupidity and their own shadow. Yeah, and you know you were talking about the ones that were locked up from the January sixth. Uh, mm-hmm. I understand now they've got a really nice wall uh, all popped up here, ready for the State of the Union. You know, I don't know if it's barbed wire; it may be permanently cement. You know, knowing these people. You know, yeah, the, the the razor wire walls are back because yeah. they our our government fears people redressing government, which is guaranteed a guaranteed right under the First Amendment, freedom of yeah. assembly, freedom to redress your government, and freedom of speech. This this again is cowardly on every single level from the people in Congress and Republicans in Congress. It's time you start saying no. Yeah. Enough is enough. You know, this has got to stop. You don't protect yourself from the people you serve. You provide yeah. access to yourself for the people you serve. And if you can't stand that, then you shouldn't be in the positions you're in. And those people in those positions, all right, Frank, they're the ones that uh, are all against walls. Unless oh, we can't. it's protecting yeah. the Capitol or their homes. And, you know, like Nancy Pelosi, I'll bring her up again. Beautiful wall all the way around her house and probably 85% of all the Congress critters. Uh, coming up on our break, so hold that thought. I'm, I know he's going to bark at us when he comes back because he's <laughs> right. To, I see it coming out. Frank Savato. <laughs> yes, sir. And uh, where's that website at? Here it is, undergroundusa.com. Frank Savato, S-A-L-V-A-T-O. He's fuming. He'll be fuming for about four minutes, and then be right back. He calls democracy messy, props up the Chinese Communist Party, praises Xi and his regime, known for violent oppression, invests in Chinese military companies. A defector? No. 
It's BlackRock CEO Larry Fink, the CEO of a major American company who's gone all in on China. Can he be more anti-American? Larry Fink, BlackRock, taking your money, betting on China. Message paid for by Consumers Research, an independent educational 501c3 nonprofit organization. Log on to www.consumerresearch.org to learn more. Everybody's talking at me. Chuck Wilder, my guest, Frank Sabanto, uh, heard twice weekly, Captain's America Third Watch, syndicated nationally. And uh, their website, let's see, undergroundusa.com. And uh, so now you were going to tell me about uh, freedom, or what was it you were going <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was just going to comment on the fact that uh, we were talking about the wall around Nancy Pelosi's house and mm. the wall around the Capitol building now for the State of the Union address. And their lack of a want for a wall on the southern border, where we not only have uh, a flood of, of illegal migrants coming over, but we also have people from, from countries in the Middle East mm-hmm. who, are, who are accessing our borders that uh, don't have the best of intentions for the people in the United States. Uh, when you don't have delineated and secure borders, you can't be a sovereign nation. And the reason that is is because the people who access entry into your country start to engage in your society, and it changes the society. It changes the mindset of the society, especially when you have a a far left in the United States that wants to uh, bestow rights upon people without the prequalification of being a citizen. Yeah. We're seeing that in a lot of different places, in California, Chicago, New York, uh, where people who are not citizens are, are literally being allowed to vote in, in local elections, and a lot of times in federal elections. Uh, that's, that's not a sovereign nation. That is the dilution of a sovereign nation. So, you know, the hypocrisy that they display on the walls has a much deeper meaning it, it, it's not that they want to open up the open up the borders to embrace the people who just want to have a better life. They're yeah. diluting Americanism and the individualism with which we were founded on, and it's damaging capitalism all the way around. You know, and I keep thinking, you know, that uh, when that border is not secured, it's not only just people, you know, coming in to get a better life. But if you're not stopping them and you're not able to stop them, and right now the, most of the Border Patrol officers are busy doing paperwork, <laughs> uh, you know, not on purpose, of course, yeah. But then you realize that the trafficking of children, drugs, yeah. you know, all kinds of things. And then every once in a while, you know, Frank, you'll hear them say, oh, yeah, we just arrested two guys. They were identified as terrorists. Yeah, well, how many got through that uh, that you didn't? Catch. Yeah, you you only hear about the ones that were caught, but you you hit on a on a on a cancer that's happening in our southern border, and yeah. that's human trafficking. We've got a very serious problem with human trafficking across the southern border in the United States. It's not something that the politicians want to talk about. It's right. a but it's a dirty little secret that is growing, and it is serious. Uh, you see, you hear these raids in the news. Every now and then, Tennessee, Panhandle of Florida, Alabama, Texas, where they're rounding up human traffickers and, and saving people in the numbers yeah. of fifties and hundreds of people being liberated from, from literally slavery. That's what mm-hmm. human trafficking is when you get down to, yeah. to what these people are doing across the southern border is they're indenturing people into human servitude. We, you know, we want to talk about reparations and slavery of 250-some years ago. <laughs> it's, it's happening today. It's happening in the United States, and it's prevalent around the world in the Middle East and Asia. And, so, and as we run out of town, uh, town, yeah, run out of town, yeah, <laughs> run out of time, I'll be okay. Uh, they're also uh, bringing all that fentanyl across and killing more yeah. people than ever, ever. And ever. that's an epidemic as well. Yeah. Hey, appreciate it, Frank. Look forward to our next visit. Frank Savato, S-A-L-V-A-T-O, and it's undergroundusa.com. Frank Savato. Coming up next, Andrew Art Arthur. Could Canadian truck drivers get U.S. asylum? Hmm, be right back. 
Here's my segment on the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce, as broadcast on the Salem and Genesis Communications Networks to over 2 million people each night, sometimes more. We talk in-depth about Ukraine and what's happening over there right now. Joining us right now from UndergroundUSA.com, we have Frank Salvato. Good morning, Mr. Frank. Mr. Captain. Well, since yesterday, Frank, and we're going to jump right into the uh, Ukraine situation, since yesterday a couple things have changed. Well, I see three things. I'll do it in this order. Number one, the Ukraine's troops, the military, with the help of a Turkish drone that may have been operated by a Turkish operator, (laughs) took out an entire military convoy of 40 vehicles and destroyed it and killed everybody in it. Yeah, you, you, you have to love technology when you hear things like that. You know, that, that one, one of the superpowers on the planet is having a tough time doing what they used to be able to do in, in the days past, and that's roll into a smaller country. Ukraine is giving them the fight of their lives, and the, the stories that are coming out about this, and a lot of the other efforts that are, that are being enjoined in, from pe- with people around the world, actually, um, boy, talk about a fight against good and evil. It's mm-hmm. a, there are some very good stories coming out about this. And so, yeah, yeah. and we're going to get into this right now because here's a really good story. We have this group called Anonymous, which likes to go and hack people and things, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they decided to go after some Russian targets. They hacked not only Gazprom, but they hacked. The Russian Ministry of Defense. And as a result, we have reports starting yesterday, and you know about it because you wrote about this. We have reports starting yesterday where the Ministry of Defense in Moscow could not transmit with either their nuclear division, number one, or their troops in the field in Ukraine, number two. Now, about 10, 15 minutes ago, I got that same report. Updated for the second day in a row. Yeah, they're, 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 they even hijacked Putin's luxury yacht by getting into the navigation system. Um, you know, you, if you remember the group Anonymous, about, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 years ago, yep. uh, we were all up in arms about uh, about this hacking group that was hacking in and grabbing information, helping uh, Julian Assange and mm-hmm. WikiLeaks, and everybody was going, they must be stopped. Well, be careful who you say your enemies are, mm-hmm. because these guys were the scourge of the earth 15 years ago, and now, today, they are doing one hell of a job to keep Putin from being able to talk to his nuclear force. These guys are, are, are doing it, and, and they're relentless, and they're decentralized. It's not like uh, Putin can send a drone over and bomb a building. They're a network conglomerate from all over the world who are enjoined in this mm-hmm. and they're on they're on the side of the ukrainians mm-hmm. so you know you always have to look at both sides mm-hmm. of the story and both sides of an initiative before you condemn something mm-hmm. and, and this is a great lesson in that i'm going to read the official twitter report that um, that anonymous put out yesterday and this is a quote the anonymous collective is officially in the cyber war against the russian government Their targets will focus on Putin's government, including the defense ministry, websites, and infrastructure. Bingo. Yeah, and and they're very overt about it. If if you want to follow them on Twitter, just search them, and they come out with with postings whenever they do something in that realm. And, you you know, it makes you smile. It's a very serious issue, but it makes you smile to see how easily they can get in to do some amazing things when it comes to uh, disrupting. And uh, God bless them for doing it in this instance. Yeah, and if you want to follow them on Twitter, their Twitter handle is at your anon, A-N-O-N, your anon, A-N-O-N, one, O-N-E, your anon, one. That's Twitter. Yeah. And there's uh, there's another one. I think it's uh, at your anon news is a, is another one as well. Um, but they pop up, and you're going to be amazed at what they're doing. So you know, keep abreast of it because this the effort what they're doing is incredible. 
Mm-hmm. It, it's it's what you would expect our NSA to be doing, and and our cyber warfare people to be doing, um, had we been engaged directly in this effort. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm happy to see it. All right, hold that thought, Mr. Frank. Folks, we're coming right back with more with Frank Silvato from UndergroundUSA.com. We're going to take a little break, pay a few bills, and we'll be back talking more about what's going on in the world in which we love and live in. And Russia is in big trouble right now. Professor of Politics, there's more of the Captain's America Third Watch coming up right after this short break. Stay right there. know that Yopon is the only tea plant indigenous to the United States? Hi, I'm CJ, the owner of Emerald Coast Tea Company. We have a line of Yopon teas and Yopon tea blends that will open your eyes to tea that is literally made in the USA. Check out our entire line of teas at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, This ain't your mama's tea. News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. Online at TheAnswerSarasota.com. AM 930, The Answer. Okay, back to Frank Silvato, UndergroundUSA.com. Thank you, Mr. Frank. Mr. Captain. I want to get into something before I take the caller on the line, and I want to talk about this a Russian nuclear deterrent force that uh, Putin put on high alert. Well, that's fine, but after he did that, and after we just got done talking about Anonymous, he wasn't able to communicate with him. Yeah, it's, uh, the, just the idea that he's actually saber-rattling about his nuclear force is concerning, you know, as, especially with the uh, the rationale he's using to actually want to engage with it. He said he was afraid of a dirty bomb coming from the Ukraine. Are you kidding me? Well, and that, and he said that there was aggressive language coming from NATO. Yeah. You know, this is, this guy is, is trying to set a, a narrative based on, it's a false flag operation. Mm-hmm. He's using it to rationalize what he's doing and defend himself. Not to the world, because he doesn't really care what the world thinks. He doesn't care what NATO thinks, the U.S., anybody else. He's got his partnership with China. Right now, China is refusing to condemn and and their their hands off on this. He's doing this to appeal to the Russian people. Mm-hmm. And and when you look at what's happening in the streets of Moscow and Saint Petersburg, it doesn't seem to be going swimmingly for him. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people are believing the propaganda campaign that he's trying to execute there. Nope. So we should all keep an eye on what's happening internally in Russia, especially in, in the larger cities like Moscow and St. Petersburg, uh, Minsk and the rest, uh, to see what the what the Russian people are actually doing about this. Because when you see pictures of thousands of people in the streets of St. Petersburg mm-hmm. protesting in Russia, that's something that's unheard of that's right. in Russia. You know, the, the police come out and they start beating and arresting people. You never see them again. Yep. So, you know, we, we're talking about the courage of the Ukrainian people here. Let's also talk about the courage of the people who are in Russia who are standing up to what Putin is trying to do. They mm-hmm. deserve on the pat on the back as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's go to the phone lines. I'm not sure, but I think I know who this is. Good morning, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, good morning, gentlemen. This is Eric in East Tennessee. Here's my thing. And this is by no means pro-Russia, anti-West, whatever. Okay. Anonymous. Back in the day, Anonymous was hacking anyone and everyone. Yep. When that information it was being released from the stuff going, that went down with the George W. Bush administration regarding Iraq, right. no one liked it. Oh, Lord, Anonymous is bad, right? Okay. The left encouraged it because it was all about freedom and democracy. Mm-hmm. So then Anonymous starts releasing information from uh, that the left did. Oh, Lord, everything's coming. The cats and dogs are living together, mass hysteria. We need to shut this down, this, that, and the other. Okay, and that happened. And then Julian Assange somehow magically gets arrested. Yes, he was with WikiLeaks, but they were kind of working together. If you see the 
the layout. Okay, I'm highly suspicious that Anonymous is going to hack into the Ministry of Defense and affect nuclear communications of a nuclear superpower. Does anybody remember watching Hunt for Red October mm-hmm. and other Clancy books and just reading the news? Once that order is sent, they follow the last order received into discussion. Mm-hmm. If they don't have calm and they can't get comms, guess what happened? People start turning keys. This is not a joke, okay? Anyone rooting for this should really... should. I can understand rooting for the, the principle of it. Once, uh, how should I say, nuclear tubes are spun up by, by one side, the other side immediately goes into a defensive posture and spins their tubes. Oh, I know. And go, you, know you follow how this is going there. I, yeah, I, I know, I know how, the, how that works for the last right. communication. Okay, so you're following me. So now you got a Turkish, the report is a Turkish citizen flies a Turkish drone, probably using Turkish munitions provided by either the former Soviet Union or the or NATO, allegedly hits a 40-vehicle 40, a 40 convoy. Guess what? NATO just attacked a convoy. This is not a joke. This is how, this is how global wars start. Mm-hmm. This isn't, you know, uh, Archduke Ferdinand getting assassinated, you know, or anything like that. This isn't a, a false flag in the okay, Poland by, well, the, by the Nazis. Okay, well, let's let Frank get to the, cut to the question here because it is his segment. So yeah, well, Roger, that. I, pre- I just want people to realize that. This is not, this is not a joke. I know. Okay, thank, thank, All you, right, thank you very much, Eric. Yeah, Roger that, sir. All right, let me just interject one last thing, Frank, and then you take it away. What he said is true. There are birds in the tube because that's what a high alert is. There were birds in the tube as soon as as soon as Putin saber rattled about talking to his nuclear forces. Right. To think anything else is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know that's that's how we operate. Our, our nuclear. It's the second somebody saber rattles about nukes, whether it's a suitcase nuke or an ICBM, our our strategic command goes into gear. That's just the way it is. And not and not just ours, China's, Israel's, everybody else who is a nuclear power. Everybody went on the high alert. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it was irresponsible for Vladimir Putin to, to be talking about that. Talking about Anonymous and thinking that they can actually hack in and launch is War, is war Games movie stuff. Mm-hmm. The redundancies that make sure that can't happen are in place. What Anonymous is doing is interrupting communications. Mm-hmm. And, and they're white-hatting at this time. So I, I don't buy in at all to the idea that they would hack it into a point where they would be wanting to launch anything. That's not what Anonymous is about. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they are an inf- they're an information disruptor. Mm-hmm. They, they are not a facilitator, so I, mm-hmm. I don't buy onto that theory at all. When you're talking about Turkey, mm-hmm. you know, that was not a NATO order. That was Turkey yeah. that actually helped them with the drones. So, you know, you've got to differentiate between whether Turkey, whether NATO gave the order or whether Turkey did. Turkey did. All right, so. hold that thought, my friend. And Frank's going to stick around for a uh, third segment here. And uh, we're waiting on a call from someone. Uh, and I'll get into that in a minute here, but I'll be right back. And good morning, George. Good morning to Godfather. Politics. There's more of the Captain's America Third Watch coming up right after this short break. Stay right there. I'm Judson Carroll, and I'm an herbalist. I'd like to invite you to listen to my show, the Southern Appalachian Herbs Podcast. It's available wherever you like to listen to podcasts. It's a show with a conservative Christian worldview, and it's about a lot more than just herbal medicine. It's about an independent way of life, being more self-reliant, less reliant on the government, the medical industry, the pharmaceutical industry, and the supply chain. With freedom comes responsibility. Sometimes that responsibility is putting food on the table. Other times it's caring for yourself and your family with home remedies. So give it a listen. I think you'll enjoy it, and it may just save your life. It's 2 o'clock in the morning and news breaks. When you need to know, the place to go from 2 to 6 a.m. is the Captain's America Third Watch with Captain Matt Bruce. I'll see you there. AM 930, The Answer. All right. Frank Salvato, UndergroundUSA.com. Thanks for sticking around, my friend. Absolutely. Anytime and always. The Chechnyan, used to call them rebels, right? The Chechnyan Special Forces are now, and this is a group called the Hunters, I love that name, 
have now been unleashed in the Ukraine to detain or kill a set of specified Ukrainian officials. Now, this is not good news for the Ukrainian folks, uh, the politicians, because they better they better be watching their backs, their sides, their rears, and anything else they got to watch. Yeah, this is a, this is an assassination squad that's been engaged uh, with a certain set of people. Now, I, you know, they may have started with political leadership. I'm sure that Spear has has spun out to include military leaders. Now that they're seeing how the Ukrainian army is is uh, performing, sure. You know, but these are some bad, bad people. They they are battle hardened. They are dedicated. They are mission focused, and they are lethal. So this was not a good development that came out of out of the news this weekend, where that where the battlefield's concerned and where Ukrainian leadership is concerned. I wanted to uh, to circle back. I hate using that term because of Jen Psaki, but yeah. it's just appropriate. Yeah. I wanted to circle back to the, the idea that if a NATO country acts, that it's an act of NATO. That's not the case. If that's the case, then it was a NATO operation in the Falklands. If that was the case, that it was a NATO operation in Grenada. You know, it's, it's not true. Just because Turkey wants to engage on behalf of Ukraine doesn't make it a NATO operation. The command has to come from NATO, and it has to be agreed upon for NATO to actually invoke Article 5. So that has not come to pass. So people need to calm down by saying that because Turkey did something that NATO's in this. NATO is not in this. It is very important to get your facts straight and make sure they are concrete when you're talking about something as fragile as what we're going through right now, because the propaganda, the war propaganda that's coming out is, is decidedly one-sided, mm-hmm. you might say, and it may be, it may be our side. God bless them. Finally. You know, maybe Finally. we're right. Mm-hmm. But we've got to make sure that we know everything before we start shooting our mouths off about it. It's important, because otherwise you just become a propaganda tool of one side. Don't do that. Glenn Greenwald has a great article out this week about seeing these things with clear eyes. You know, if we wouldn't have been talking to the Ukraine about joining NATO, mm-hmm. and if NATO wouldn't have looked at the Ukraine and said, "Yes, eventually we're going to make you a we're going to make you a NATO member," we might not be here. Mm-hmm. So, when you're talking about global political issues. Don't go in there tunnel vision with something. Learn everything about both sides, and don't make declarations that aren't founded in the facts. Mm-hmm. You know, that's when bad things happen. So be sure that you're doing your homework mm-hmm. before you send that next meme on social media, before you advance something that sounds good and you want it to be good. Make sure it is good. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, again, good morning to George the Godfather. We didn't, we couldn't hook up with him on Saturday. He was on one side of the building. I was on the other. By the way, eighteen thousand people in between us. I <laughs> know. <laughs> I know. All right. All right. Hold on. I'm going to go to Mary. Okay, Mary. What's on your mind? Good morning. Exactly what Frank was talking about. Information. He beat you to I, it. You really have nowhere to go that's reliable at all. Even the internet sources. When they went from digi- uh, analog to digital, everything can be altered. Everything can be changed. You really don't know who to believe anymore. So um, I don't know where information is supposed to come from and where you get your sources. Um, the only person I've seen that on the radio is geoengineeringwatch.org, who sources everything he puts out on the radio, because you have to go to his website to see the actual documents. Yeah, I've seen that, and I've also seen where he gets some of it, and he he needs to be a little bit more careful, too. Yeah. Well, Glenn Mm. Beck also sources everything. So do we. we. But it's it's just all digital stuff can be manipulated. Even if you're looking at 40 trucks being bombed, that could be part of a video game, which was done earlier in the week Mm. with, um, with another. Did you see the battle combat video? 
No. Go look for it. You'll find it. I saw the satellite combat video yeah. of what they did. Go look for it. Okay, Mary, got to run. Thank you very much. Yeah, uh, and I appreciate Mary. No, the satellite combat video of what they did they did to that convoy is astounding. You know, to her point, uh, you know, there was a meme that was going around all weekend long about the about the ghost fighter, mm-hmm. uh, the fighter jet guy who shot, you know, allegedly shot down five five MIGs or eight MIGs or whatever it was. Yeah, whatever. Straight, yeah. From, straight from a video game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a bunch, there, and a bunch of helicopters, no, too, by the way. Yeah, there's no truth to that whatsoever. Mm-hmm. None. So this is what I mean by, by vetting your sources. Now, Mary says, who can you believe? It's not about believing one source. It's about consuming as much information as you can and dividing the truth. That's where we live today. Mm-hmm. If you're just going to go to one source and say, this is what it is, then you're failing. You know, you've got to read both sides. You've got to read all sides, and, and you have to you have to divine what is divinable. Mm-hmm. You know, if if the facts are what they are throughout five or six stories, then you know that those facts remain constant, and that's probably the truth. Mm-hmm. But today, media is emotionalized and agendized, so everybody's got an angle that they're pushing. It's up to you to actually divine what the common facts are in all those stories so that you can put your your idea of what you believe together. That's critical thinking skills. Mm-hmm. That's what's not being taught in the schools today, no. and that's why the world is in the state that it's in. Mm-hmm. Now, Flip is saying good morning to us, so good morning, Flip. Good morning, Flip. Yep, and uh, I I get you with what you're, you're talking about uh, with all of that stuff because the – the thing of it is, is that uh, when it comes to, um, and Eric is making a comment here, he said the United States calls in favors and paybacks also. I know they do, Eric, and I'm, I'm well aware of that because, you know, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Who said that years ago? Was that Nixon? <laughs> I'm sure it's been said all the way back in one form or another to the founding of the country. Right, but I think, he said, it in, I think he said it in a campaign thing or something like that. Yeah, that's not a new idea in the, no. in the political realm. It goes back to the Romans. Well, one last thing, because we're going to run out of time right about now. The uh, select Russian banks from the SWIFT financial system. Where's that going to go real quick? It, it's got to be all of them, not just the select one. If you, if you don't have all of them, then they still have the wherewithal to do their financial transactions. All right, All I, Russian banks have to be affected. I will talk to you on Friday, my friend. All right, Frank Silvato, and uh, we're going to break right now. You're listening to Underground USA. My name is Frank Silvato. Be sure to like the podcast, leave a comment, sign up for the newsletter, and when you get the newsletter, like each posting and leave a comment. Be engaged. We want to come directly to you so that when they start purging websites that tell the truth, in the lead-up to the midterm elections and the 2024 elections, that they don't interrupt our information source to you. You're listening to Underground USA. My name is Frank Silvato. We'll be right back after this. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.